Ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is uh, Matt Mosley, and uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show via the magic of the tie line. And Aaron, I hope you're hearing me loud and clear. Um, pump up the audio in my ear so I can hear from you even more. But uh, great to be with you guys today, and um, we've got a lot planned. In fact, we're going to go out to Cowboys Camp uh, at 3:20, and um, and kind of discuss what's going on out there with the Cowboys. And Clarence E. Hill, the beat writer for the Cowboys, is going to help us in that endeavor. And uh, had an injury to Dak Prescott yesterday, and um, need to need to follow up on that. He's not going to be throwing for a few days. I don't know. It doesn't seem like anything serious, but you never want your quarterback um, not throwing. And so we'll kind of see how that uh, how that plays out. And then yesterday during game time, and uh, I'm sure Aaron, you guys were all over this, but uh, news breaks in around the five o'clock hour. And I mean, it was I was doing the show yesterday, and um, and then it kind of goes right on after my show. Um, news broke that Bob Bullsby from the Big Twelve was had filed a cease and desist letter to to ESPN. Now people say, well Matt, wait, aren't y'all ESPN? Yes, we are. We are an ESPN affiliate. That doesn't mean we can't talk about it if somebody's threatening ESPN. In fact, we uh, we should be talking about that. And so Aaron, this is uh this is a fascinating situation in which the story goes, and Dennis Dodd was the first time to tie it back to the American Athletic Conference, but basically saying the that ESPN was incentivizing the American Athletic Conference to go after the Big 12 schools, apparently three to five of the Big 12 schools, in order to blow the conference up, the thought being that if there's no conference... There's no huge rights fees to pay over the next several years. And oh, by the way, you're doing a favor to Texas OU, Texas and OU, who owe grant rights uh, uh, exit type fees for about eighty million apiece. So, Aaron, I uh, I did make it about halfway through law school. I've called for backup. We have one of my old law school buddies going to be on with us at uh, about three forty-five today. And uh, in fact, one of the sponsors of this show. Uh, Craig Cherry of, uh, of, of Steckler, Wayne Cochran Cherry, uh, he would have uh, hopped on with us, but uh, he, was, uh, he was in a deposition today, Aaron. He was out doing some lawyering. So it is uh, a lot of things to digest. Meanwhile, I'm sort of reaching out to some of our state lawmakers to see, hey, you guys doing anything? What's going on? What's on your mind? There is a chance that... Uh, we're going to see if he can make it happen. There is a chance tomorrow we'll have the Attorney General on with us. Uh, he weighed in last year when there was a lot going on with the pandemic as it uh, had pertained to high school football and high school athletics and training and all that type of thing. Ken Paxton is his name. He is a Baylor graduate. And um, so Ken may hop on with us. And, you know, the, the, there's still people in Austin that think, well, there might be something that could be done to keep Texas from leaving. It really feels like this thing's too far down the road, but uh, it's always interesting to see 
what the politicians are up to. Meanwhile, uh, today is Thursday, Aaron, and uh, that means that the big, the uh, SEC presidents are getting together this very afternoon, and the thought on that is that it's going to be a 14-0 uh, vote to uh, accept um, Texas and OU into the SEC. Why has Texas A&M been, uh, why have they changed their approach on all this? Well, I would just say, and I was talking to an Aggie, uh, high-ranking Aggie the other day, and his comment to me was, we can count votes. So when you know you're beat, and it's 13-1, um, there is the thought, okay, let's make this unanimous, and then hopefully um, with this happening, obviously the Aggies don't like it. They have fought it. Um, it was too late. It happened right under their noses. So what the Aggies will do is certainly ask for some things in return, and, and that will happen. Aaron Sexton, good to be visiting with you today. Um, I, uh, we are doing this from, the, again, the magic of tie lines, so I might sound a little bit different to you, but that's just because we're doing some things behind the scenes to make our studios even better and uh, to kind of update some things. And so our team of engineers, um, Aaron, do we have a team of engineers? Is that overstating it? Our team of engineers right now are uh, working tirelessly to, uh, to get through that, but for now, we have some incredible technology that allows me to do the show from wherever in the world I am, and, um, and Aaron's doing a great job back there in the studio. Aaron, are you, are you doing okay? Have, you, have we sued anybody? Have we sent any <laughs> cease and desist letters today? No, but I was glad to see that letter after I read the article, and you know, the, the, the pieces just kind of fall into place in your mind, and you're like, at the risk of sounding like a conspiracy theorist, uh, what he said makes sense. I mean, that doesn't mean that it happened, but um, he says, uh, what do they call it? You know, I mean, he's got the, he's got the, he's, he says he has the proof, so we'll see. But that's some uh, pretty huge accusations, and uh, it could be a mess going forward. Yeah, it, 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 it really could, and I was going to take us real quick, Aaron, to the um, ESPN has um, responded to Bob Bowlesby's what's being called a scathing letter, cease and desist. I mean, again, like you said, Aaron, he believes he has the proof, and I mean, you don't go at one of your TV partners if you don't feel pretty good about it, all right? Now... You know how you always say, you've heard it saying, Aaron, hey, our team has professionals too, or our team, you know, well, they have great lawyers too over at, uh, over at ESPN. Or should I say, Aaron, we, are, we have great lawyers. <laughs> are they? Wait a second. Is Bob Bowlesby threatening to sue us? No, it's really the parent company, Disney, all of those people. We are an affiliate. So we can talk about this. I don't think I'm going to get in trouble. Um, this was from ESPN, and this is from the high-ranking executive there, uh, Burke Magnus. He said, Dear Bob, this responds to your letter dated July 28, 2021. The accusations you have made are entirely without merit. Apart from a single vague allegation that ESPN has been, quote, actively engaged in discussions with at least one other 
unnamed conference, which ESPN disputes, your letter consists entirely of unsubstantiated speculation and legal conclusions. To be clear, ESPN has engaged in no wrongful conduct, and thus, there is nothing to, quote, cease and desist. Sorry, in my late 40s, my voice is apparently cracking. We trust this will pay, we trust this will put the matter to rest. ESPN reserves all rights and remedies in connection with this matter. <laughs> so that is from the uh, one of the top executives at ESPN. His name is Burke Magnus. I mean, he's responsible for negotiating these huge rights holder contracts. He's responsible for some of the great college football matchups. This is the grand poobah. This is the czar of college football for ESPN. And those of us in Waco and those of us with Baylor ties, even going back to 2014 when Baylor and TCU did not get in, uh, after that, of course, uh, with the scandal that, that occurred, um, I would say there are a lot of people that do not trust ESPN. So I would say, uh, Aaron, it put a lot of us in an uncomfortable situation because some of us are pretty sure Bob Bowlesby should move on down the road. It is time for Bob Bowlesby. It's time for new leadership. And Bob Bowlesby looked ridiculous and looked flat-footed. But then yesterday, he sends this scathing letter. And suddenly, we're like, wait a second. Bob's come out fighting. Bob's got some... So, again, Bob's not going to allude to these things if he doesn't have something. Now, what will this lead to behind the scenes? Would this could could this create a deal where now they've had public sparring match? Could Burke Magnus sit down with Bob Bowlesby and could they could they find common ground? Yes. Now the common ground that Bob Bowlesby is looking for is hey ESPN, stop talking to these other conferences. Stop talking to the American Athletic Conference and telling them to poach our members. Okay, for for the time being we still have. A conference. It may be a shell of itself without Texas and OU, but it is still a conference. So, Aaron, I would say that uh, in Aaron Sexton, our fearless new producer of the Matt Mosley show, I think they actually have him working on a couple of other shows uh, as well that I've heard. No, he's he's part of the John Morris show and also part of Game Time from four to six in the afternoon. And uh, Aaron, just a word of warning, I am. I, apparently, I am. Uh, I'm going to be on with you guys today at about 4:45. Okay. I was. So told you're going to get like bonus Mosley. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, bonus Mosley's uh, always bonus a good Mosley's thing. Bonus always a good thing. Uh oh. Uh oh, Aaron. I'm not hearing you again. Aaron Sexton, paging Aaron Sexton. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? On this tie-line technology, Aaron will be talking. And for some unknown reason, I can't hear him. So, Aaron, if some point you want to talk, just just come back in, and we'll uh, we'll visit. But I don't know uh, I don't know exactly what's going on. Don't make me don't make me come up there and start messing with some buttons, Aaron. It is Matt Mosley, Aaron Sexton. We're working on our equipment. We're getting it straight. We'll be fine, and uh, it'll be it'll be like brand spanking new and beautiful. 
for football season. I think you'll enjoy it. I want to say right now a special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Central National Bank, CNB, and uh, Brian Fonville, Joe Nesbitt. Uh, boy, the Nesbitt family, what a great family that is, what a great Waco family it is. Central National Bank, uh, owned by six families in the Central Texas area uh, from Waco. And these are some of the incredible people over the years, but it's a, it's a different sort of bank. I feel like that's almost something they should use. I think they do. They say a different kind of bank. Anyway, it's, it's the kind of bank where they actually have a lot of fun. And it's also the kind of bank people want to, uh, where people want to work. And, um, I, I think, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a wonderful place, and I appreciate them. And right now, they have some openings. So if you want to, uh, if you've thought about working in the banking industry, I cannot think of a better place to work. Again, we are discussing today um, all this going on with uh, what's happening with uh, the Baylor's role in this. Where are Baylor? Can the eight stay together? The schools that are left behind, can they stay together? It's going to be difficult to do. Um, the reason you want this to happen is because um, Texas and OU owe $80 million apiece. Um, you could technically hold this thing together and then add to it, whether that's with Pac-12 schools, whether that's some kind of alliance with the Pac-12, but you have more strength if you can hold the line right now. And what Bob Bowlesby suggested yesterday is that a network and a TV partner was trying to undermine everything. And uh, pretty amazing, pretty amazing thing uh, to be alleged. And uh, again, we will, uh, we will keep you posted on all of that. Also, we need to talk uh, about a trade that went down. Joey Gallo, star player, for the Rangers, hit a lot of home runs, really good in the outfield, could even play the corners in the infield. Uh, I, I, Joey Gallo was, um, you know, I, he was a homegrown star who we watched kind of fight through a lot of rough times and then end up as a big-time power hitter for the Texas Rangers, and he is no longer a Ranger. Uh, in the coming days, we will talk about the haul that they brought in from the Yankees is it their top prospects? I don't know. I mean, we can talk about it. We'll look at where everybody ends up, where we think those prospects. I think it's probably a, a pretty good haul for, for Joey Gallo. You used to, for star-type players, get enormous returns. I wouldn't call this enormous, but we can look at the players they got in return. But I think today is a day that fans are frustrated that a homegrown talent, uh, somebody that hit bombs and and uh, and really, you know, created uh, a lot for this organization is gone. Aaron, talk to me. What do you think of the Joey Gallo trade? I'm going to see if I can hear you. Can you? Are you getting me? Are you getting me? All right, I can't hear Aaron Sexton, and this is the second day in a row, so. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We'll just figure it out as we go. We are going to go live to uh, Cowboys Camp next, Oxnard, California, and try to get to the bottom of what is going on out there. We will do that next.
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We could see a few scattered showers and isolated storms early this evening. Otherwise, partly cloudy skies, 76 degrees to low. A mix of sun and clouds tomorrow is going to be a very muggy day with a 20% chance of an afternoon shower or storm, 97 for the high. And on Saturday, mostly sunny skies, seasonal, but it's going to be hot with a high of 98. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. Pat Nunley, our special guest in the studio. It's the good guys can win big. It really is. They are good guys. Now, they are nasty on the floor, <laughs> but they are good guys or good people. They, they, In the culture, you have to be a good person. You have to be a good teammate, great teammate. And so that's all cultural, but it's just nice to see really good guys winning really big. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bosley accused ESPN of encouraging other conferences to pick apart the league so Texas and Oklahoma can move to the SEC more quickly without paying a massive buyout. Texas A&M Board of Regents voted 8-1 to last night to direct President Catherine Banks to vote in favor of extending invitations to Oklahoma and Texas to join the SEC. Dak Prescott left practice with a sore shoulder and an MRI showed a strained muscle in his right shoulder. Prescott will be day-to-day for the Cowboys. NBA draft tonight and Baylor's Davion Mitchell and Jared Butler are expected to go in the first round. Astros start a series tonight with the Giants, 845 first pitch. Joey Gallo is heading to the Yankees in return for four minor leaguers. Rangers have the night off tonight before starting a series with the Mariners tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Central Texas. I have no idea if anybody can hear me right now. We're changing some of our equipment um, as we speak, so some of this is uh, not working perfectly. Aaron, do you have me? And uh, do we have Clarence E. Hill on the phone? Mm. All right. Well, 
I'm going to pretend that uh, that I am on the phone right now. Aaron, why don't you text me if uh, if if I am indeed on the air right now? That would be nice to know. Uh, it's Matt Mosley. We're working through some uh, bugs here, some issues with the uh, the tie line as we're getting all new equipment. Should be good for football season right now. It's a little bit frustrating. Hoping to talk to uh, Clarence Hill, who is out there covering. Uh, training camp for the Cowboys. Uh, Aaron, let me know if we have Clarence. If we can't get Clarence, or I'm not able to hear him, just tell him we'll call him back another time, all right? Because this is uh, certainly not working out at all. Um, the uh, situation with the Cowboys is that um, Dak Prescott had to leave yesterday's practice with um, a situation with his uh, uh, with his with throwing arm, and it looks to be just arm soreness. So hopefully that is not anything um, that is a huge problem. But uh, they're gonna they're gonna take a look at that and uh, and try to figure that out. Um, and I we'll see how long he is out. Just so you know, the Cowboys do have a game coming up a week from Thursday, if you can believe it. That will be that Hall of Fame game, and they were scheduled to be there in Canton. Uh, to play at the Hall of Fame game. Uh, right now, Cowboys that are still sitting out. Michael Gallup, not in practice. He's been over on the side working. Um, I'll tell you what we're going to do right now. We'll try to get things figured out. And um, I, let's take a break, and uh, we'll see if we can't get things, uh, get things going here. Recently on Game Time. Is it important to get a guy named early so you can kind of define your, your offensive football team around your starting quarterback? I think there is some merit to that, and we want to get the right person. And so whatever it takes to do that. So if it could be earlier, you know, in the fall camp piece, um, that would be great. Game time, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for their menu. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bosley accused ESPN of encouraging other conferences to pick apart the league so Texas and Oklahoma can move to the SEC more quickly without paying a massive buyout. Texas A&M Board of Regents voted 8-1 to last night to direct President Catherine Banks to vote in favor of extending invitations to Oklahoma and Texas to join the SEC. Dak Prescott left practice with a sore shoulder and an MRI showed a strained muscle in his right shoulder. Prescott will be day-to-day for the Cowboys. NBA draft tonight and Baylor's Davion Mitchell and Jared Butler are expected to go in the first round. Astros start a series tonight with the Giants, 8:45 first pitch. Joey Gallo is heading to the Yankees in return for four minor leaguers. Rangers have the night off tonight before starting a series with the Mariners tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. in Central Texas and a uh, lot going on right now a lot going on with co- uh, conference uh, realignment the Bob Bowlesby the scathing letters that are coming back and forth between Bowlesby and ESPN now we go to a uh, good friend of mine who happens to be a, uh, a former Longhorn and I so far he has not been rubbing this in too much and I, I need to find out where he stands on this Clarence Hill, uh, the Cowboys beat writer for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, is uh, joining us as we speak. Uh, Clarence, um, greetings to you. Are, uh, are you giddy about this SEC departure? Do you feel, uh, are you sort of like, uh, I mean, how do you feel about it? Do you feel bad about it? Do you feel bad for people like me, for, for the Baylor Bears? <laughs> I thought we were talking Cowboys. You want to talk Big 12 SEC? Yeah, yeah, I figured we would start there if you don't mind. Yeah, I I, I don't. I'm sorry. I I don't feel bad about it. So I I, I do feel for my brethren in the uh, Big 12 and and Texas schools. I mean, I I, I root for all Texas schools. You know, I love the rivalries. I love to talk trash to uh, alumni from alumni based from other schools. My son went to Baylor. I got good friends at Tech, you know, and, and, and so, uh, you know, I hope everything ends well or, or, or everybody ends with a good spot, but I don't necessarily feel bad. I don't think I'm supposed to feel bad. I mean, I think that the whole narrative of, you know, Texas is supposed to feel bad for doing, you know, looking out for the future of college athletics and seeing how they fit in the future landscape of college athletics and going to the SEC to compete with other major state schools. They shouldn't feel bad. Well, I mean, let's not act like they're doing it for the betterment of college athletics. My gosh, maybe no, unless, not, unless not you think the SEC. That's the direction it's going is what I'm saying. We, we understood there was going to be super conferences. We've been, they've been talking about super conferences for years. Well, it's, it's going to be fascinating, and we'll see if ESPN. Now, Clarence, if you had to guess, do you think that, um, that uh, University of Texas and OU – will be playing in the SEC, obviously probably not this coming season, but do you think that by 2022 you will be playing a, uh, a full SEC schedule? I, I think that they will be playing before 2024 or 2025. There's no, no question about that. And, and it makes too much sense. You know, uh, everybody uh, is going to be looking for, to, to find their own home. The idea that they're going to stay to 2024 – 
to get 180 million out of Texas and Oklahoma. That makes no sense. You know, they're they're not worried about 180 million split eight ways just to you know stick it to Texas and Oklahoma to have to pay the exit fee. I think everybody's gonna start looking out for themselves and trying to find out where their their future is gonna be in in and what future conference is gonna be in. And so I I do see whether it's the AAC or the Pac-12 or the Big Ten uh, taking some of these uh, Big 12 schools. You know, the, the thing that would make the most sense, I guess, would be the AAC and the remaining schools in the Big 12 uh, combining together to form their own conference. Yeah, we'll have to uh, watch how all that plays out. Now, I am interested in your observations. I can hear some activity going on behind you. Uh, I have to think that a lot of people have asked you, hey, where's Mosley? When is he arriving? Um, still yeah, trying to finalize. That's, that's, that's I, I, what everybody's I, waiting I, for. I, I hope is that Mosley is really the, kind of the, the talk of the town out there. Now, um, let me ask you this. The, uh, this. This Dak Prescott situation with him leaving and he jogged out, it doesn't seem to be a big deal. Um, but, but it further, I think the thing is that's interesting to me is they're acting like they still want to see him in the preseason. Well, you're only however many days. We're, uh, I don't know, six, seven days into camp. Just had a first padded practice, and he's had to leave practice. Now, um, what, what is your, what do you think the concern level is, Clarence? And when you kind of look forward to some of these preseason games, do you see him getting some reps, and how important do you think that would be? I think he's going to get some reps at some point in the preseason. But right now, we're, you know, we're taking it day by day, and I don't see him in the first two preseason games for sure. Uh, Stephen Jones told us yesterday that the uh, the fourth preseason game is going to be the dress rehearsal for the season. So that's Jacksonville. Uh, but uh, it can't be too serious because he wouldn't be out here doing some of the stuff he's doing if it was if it was overly serious. But it, to me, it's a concern when you have an overuse injury four days in the camp. Yeah, four days into camp. I mean, the first pass. Yeah, yeah. What do you always say, Clarence? Football players play I, I, football in football season. Yeah, do you do you have me? Matt. Yeah, do you have me, Matt? Yeah. Oh no, have we lost Clarence? Do you have me, Clarence? I, I, can, hear, I, I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Okay. All right. I got really worried, but as you always say, football players play football in football season. Quarterbacks throw the football in football season, so it is something to at least look. I I hope poor Garrett Gilbert doesn't get his arm. You know, now he's going to get all these reps. Now, now, you know, the thing I always like to to come out there and I like to take a peek at the camp phenoms, who's catching everybody's eyes, all that kind of stuff. Tell me real quick, uh, the of the rookies. I mean, you know, I love a good six-six cornerback, but the Kelvin Joseph, uh, the second-year man Diggs, are these guys? I mean, you know, I've, I've, it seems like there's a lot of confidence, at least, coming from these players. How do the, how does this secondary look right now? Even the Aggie Donovan Wilson, I, I was seeing some good things that you were writing about him. What are we seeing from this secondary? Yeah, I mean, they're making plays. They're making plays. about Diggs is confident. He, he's making plays. There's no question about what he's doing, and there should be, you know, a lot of confidence in the Diggs, you know, can continue, you know, to, can grow continue to grow and be a potential shutdown corner. The Cowboys like what Joseph has shown. Uh, although he didn't practice today, he had a nagging injury, but Stephen Jones told us that he, he called him fat. fat. He said fat. He said, you mean fat. boss man fat. That's his rap name. He said fat has been very impressive. <laughs> very 
And so those those guys look good. And of course, Michael Parsons is, is is stood off the page for everybody. Stood out in what he's doing and how they're using him. Uh, but again, uh, forget the, the rookies. C.D. Lamb, superstar C.D. Lamb is showing up and showing out. Uh, it's one and one A as far as the two best receivers on this team. Uh, the Cowboys talked to Adam Henry. They think he could be as good as any receiver in the league. And Adam Henry, the receivers coach, uh, you know, Coach Odell Beckham in college, Odell Beckham with the Giants, he says C.D. has the it factor. He is a superstar. Wow. So, so C.D. Lamb has been kind of the story of camp, um, flashing like crazy. We used to see Dez do it back in the day, although I remember one of those Dez camps, he didn't quite make it through training camp. That might have been his uh, rookie season. But um, that that's uh, that's really interesting that uh, CD's making that big of a difference. Now, what about Micah Parsons? Is um, in Randy Gregory, I've been reading some about him, but is Micah – um, so far, does he look like the kind of catalytic player, to borrow one of those old uh, uh, Bill Parcells words? Is 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 he kind of all over the place? Is he is how impressive is he? Uh, he's been impressive, you know. And and, and you know, again, they're going to use him as linebacker, use him as a rush in, use him in different spots. He gets his hands on the ball, he has a nose for the ball, he, he turns the ball over. That's one thing that you see. You know, you talk about all these turnovers. You know, the Cowboys had players that played the position. But they didn't have a history of turning the ball over. They have these guys. They have have histories of turning the ball over. Whether it's Demonte Cosby, he, he, you know, he had ten interceptions in, in Atlanta. He go back to college. He had seventeen interceptions in his college career. You know, uh, Malik Hooker, you know, was a guy that turned the ball over at Ohio State and turned the ball over since he's been in the league. Uh, they got and the same thing with, with uh, Michael Parsons. He's a guy that has a history of getting his hands on the football and turning the ball over. So it's not just being in the right places. They have guys who have a knack for turning the ball over, guys who can catch the ball when it comes to them. They're, you know, Cowboys have had defensive backs that got their hands on the ball in the past. They didn't catch it or they didn't make plays or they didn't have that, that innate ability to, to be around the ball. Yeah, I say, I mean, that's, that's one thing that stood out about Donovan Wilson last year. He had a knack for being around the ball. He had the ball over. So, you know, that's important. That's something that you look at some of these guys showing so far in camp. Clarence, I uh, I really appreciate it, and uh, I I appreciate. Tell uh, give Todd and Calvin and uh, everybody a hug for me, okay? Is does has uh, Archer been? Is he charting everything out? Has he accounted for all of Dak's passes in this in this uh, camp? Yeah, he, he's done that. You know, he's ain't no Todd. He's gonna do that. I just want to let you know that you're gonna miss the media party tonight at Nobu. So I'll I'll have a drink with you. I drink a little Johnny Walker Blue on on, on your behalf. All right. Little, well, now that you told me, I, blue on your back. I may be flying out there now that you've told me that. Um, <laughs> thank you, Clarence. There he goes, Clarence Hill of the Fort Worth Star Telegram, covering those Cowboys. Great friend for many years, and um, ooh, man, that's a tough. That's tough to hear. For many years, at some point, uh, Jerry does have the media party, and he takes everybody, all the media, right up the coast, Highway One. And then out in Malibu, at uh, that that happens at Nobu, which Aaron, that is a uh, that's a quality sushi place, and that is big time right there on the water. And you hear the uh, you see the water crashing in to the side of the restaurant, and you sit out there with Jerry. And what happens is Jerry gets a secret stash of Johnny Walker Blue for just he and Stephen, 
and really he and Stephen are the only ones allowed, but invariably somebody from the media does find those bottles and gets into it. Uh, and uh, Aaron, I don't know much about all that, but uh, I think some of that Johnny Walker, I can't remember if it's the black or the blue. I think Jerry likes the blue, but uh, that becomes a very, very expensive type thing. The but, blue is uh, really Jerry expensive. Right. He's expensive. got the money for it. And uh, we're glad to go out there to camp, and I miss it right now, and I wish we were right out in the middle of it. I might just, I might just change my mind and head out there Monday. All right, Aaron Sexton with me. It is uh, Aaron, it is Matt Mosley, and uh, we are very pleased to be coming to you today. Next, we go back, we talk a little, get you ready for tonight's NBA draft. A couple of Baylor players look like they will be going in the first round, and we also get uh, some legal help, some legal help on what's going on with Bob Bowlesby in this Texas OU situation. That's next. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Presented by State Farm agents Bob Anderson, Bart Romig, and Mike McKenzie. George's Restaurant and Catering, and Bruner Motors in Stephenville. John Morris's Big 12 Football Previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchy Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchy Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchy Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchy Group at 1-800-258-8302. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you? Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I, I'm going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Lakeyear Drive in Waco. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas, and um, got Aaron Sexton alongside, and I'm excited about this uh, next guest. We got to him even faster than I realized, um, but I kind of want to, I need to pick his brain. We did go to law school together. We did grow up together. We may have gone to Grant Taft football camp together many, many moons ago, and uh this Bob Bowlesby situation, I needed some legal help and needed to talk about what's all going. Let's welcome my old friend and uh, one of the top uh, lawyers in all of East Texas. It is Chase Palmer joining the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Chase, do you have me? Aaron, I'm not hearing him. Hello, Mr. Mosley. Ah, there he is. There he is. Uh, it is good to be with you. Good good to have you on. And uh, this has been a wild scene. Uh, Chase and I have been all over the world together. Um, we have been in law school together. Uh, Chase, did you pay attention? I think it was Mike Morrison who was our torts professor. I don't really know if I put up a great grade in there. Does tortious interference ring a bell? It does ring a bell, and I've kind of run across that a couple times in the last 23 years or so. So, yeah, that, that does ring a bell. Is that how long it's been since we got out of law school? 23 years? 23 years, that's right. Yeah, that's, hard, that's hard, hard to believe, although you are much older than I am. Uh, I, <laughs> Chase, I, I, I did want to – I mean, so this was fascinating, and people just kind of catching up with us. Uh, Bob Bowlesby sent a scathing letter – yesterday to ESPN telling them to cease and desist and basically went on uh, all these interviews saying they were interfering and in fact accused them of trying to get another conference which turned out to be the American Athletic Conference to take three to five approach three to five Big 12 schools blow up the conference and and chase the obvious reason here to ESPN to do this well they would have to honor the next four or five years of that ESPN uh, Big 12 contract, um, and they could go ahead and get Texas OU into the Big 12. Do you, today, I don't know if you've seen this, Chase, ESPN's fired a letter back and just said, hey, basically there's no merit to this, there's nothing you can prove, and you've made only vague, vague accusations here. Chase, I, you know, you've read some of this. Do you feel like the Big 12 has a case 
And and is there really anything? I mean, this is ESPN. When it comes, whether we love them or hate them, they're monsters in this space in college football. Do you think Bob Bowlesby did the right thing? And do you think anything good could come out of this? Well, I think he did, in fact, do the right thing because he did need to take a stand to try to protect the interests of the other eight members. Um, you know, the irate eight, as I've seen them referred to, which is a pretty good moniker so far for them. But he had to do something. And, and if, if any of the facts are true uh, with regard to what could have occurred between Texas and Oklahoma and ESPN prior to dealings with the SEC, you know, that would fit in with the elements of potential tortious interference with contractual relations. And there's a contract there between those member institutions and the conference. There are certain rights and responsibilities of those member institutions. And if, if ESPN goes in and says, hey, let me help you get over here to the SEC to a, a better spot for you, which would change the contractual relationship between those member institutions and the Big 12, then yeah, that's that's tortious interference. That's that's getting in between uh, the contractual obligations of those parties and and those member institutions, and and there could be some huge damages as a result of that. Yeah, especially if if ESPN is successful in what they've done. To me, in talking to Chase Palmer, attorney out of East Texas from Marshall, also the radio voice I should add of the Marshall Mavericks. A team that uh, I don't know. I mean, we won't go too far into that chase. But uh, does Marshall? Are you guys returning some talent this season? Do you think Marshall will be okay? We we are. We're pretty excited about this football season. We we get excited about all football seasons out here in the East. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Also, some great football in uh, Central Texas here. So uh, you know, Mar- Marshall's had to run into some of those teams in the past. Now, you know. Let's talk about this, Chase, from uh, and, and Chase's uh, legacy, just like I am, of Baylor, loves the university. In fact, the Immortal Ten statue, Chase was the driving force uh, but behind making that happen on campus. Um, Chase, what, in your mind, is the best course of action for Baylor to hang in here with the irate eight, as you called them, and and try to bide their time and hope maybe they could go poach a couple of other schools? Or do you think the best outcome for Baylor might be like the ACC, like from a legal perspective and just from your loving Baylor? Um, what, do you, what, do you think, what do you think they fit the best? And what do you think will be the best outcome? And it could be even a alliance with the Pac-12. Like what is your gut telling you on all this? Well, I think some of that depends upon you've got a short-term game and a long-term game, in my estimation. And in the short-term game, I think you try to keep the eight together and you hold Texas and Oklahoma's feet to the fire on their contractual obligations with the conference. If they want to leave and, and decide to do so, then their exit fees and their penalties that they need to pay. Now, that gets back into your first, our first conversation about that tortious interference. You can see why ESPN would not want that to occur because of those loss of those, those media rights that Texas and OU signed over. ESPN still has to pay for that. And they're looking at that and saying, well, that, I'm not getting my bang for my buck there because I don't have Texas and OU in the Big 12. So I haven't looked at that contract. But, 
you know, the short term there is you've got those issues and then you've got issues about that contract and, and what it says and choice of law. And is it, is it in Texas? Mm-hmm. Is it Colorado? Is it, in, you know, where is that? Whose choice of law is going to control? So there's a lot of hoops and a lot of different moving parts that I'm sure a lot of lawyers in a lot of different cities throughout the Big 12 country are looking at today. Yeah, but I think I think short term it benefits us to stick together. There's more power with the eight staying together for the next four years than than leaving and busting this thing up. Because if they do, that's exactly what Texas and OU need them to do. Are you are you surprised that some of these schools haven't called me, like to help them with civil procedure and maybe where some of these cases <laughs> would take place and some of the venues on this thing, or is that? Is that a bit surprising to you that folk, more people haven't reached out for some legal help from me? I don't know. I don't. I, I, I think that might be. Uh, I think you and I would be surprised if anyone called us seeking it, uh, legal <laughs> advice on these issues. I think this is a little over our pay grade. You know who uh, but, sponsors this? Sh- my radio show is Craig Cherry, who also went to law school with us and is a plaintiff's attorney in Central Texas. Now has his name on a firm. Uh, you do well, too. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, down there in uh, East Texas. For people that don't know this, Chase Palmer, who I'm talking to, great attorney out of Marshall, Texas, is the son of the famous Baylor running back Pinky Palmer. And Pinky Palmer played for Baylor from about you know, 67 to 70 or 68 to 71, and then he played uh, he played running back, and then uh, he also played with a defensive tackle by the name of John Mosley. And they were uh, they were mean motor scooters. Although Chase, I don't think they would want me to mention kind of what their record was during those days. I think they're I think they had some talent. I think maybe with the right leadership they would have been okay. But they were they were fighting some great great uh, Texas teams. And in fact, that I guess that 1969 Texas won the national title. But I mean, when those when Pinky and my dad when they got down there, Chase. They were they were gi- they were giving like they used to have freshman teams. They gave the University of Texas all they could handle, but uh, it didn't it didn't you know it didn't go as well as they wanted. But uh, man, your dad put up some big numbers down there. Yeah, and I, I think both those guys would want you to get them there before Bill Beal. They were there sixty six to sixty eight. They weren't there for sixty nine through seventy one. That was the Bill Beal era. So. Well, my they dad really, unfortunately, really. my dad unfortunately did play a year under Bill Bill, and oh, he so did? he did get to, yeah, he did get oh. to see that era. And uh, dad started law school in 1970, and then uh, uh, it, as kind of as he was finishing up his football career. But uh, Chase, I appreciate it, buddy. It's um, it's good. You know, I could have you on for any reason I want, but I just thought maybe this uh, tapping into your legal mind. Uh, that might be give us a good opportunity to get you on the air. And if I could ever figure, you know, kind of help you figure out how to stream my show, then you could listen to me out there every day. Okay. Well, I got to leave you with one thing because here's something you need to think about, and, and you guys talk about this. So you talked about tortious interference. There's actually two causes of action there. There's another one for tortious interference with a prospective business relationship, and that one might be better than the first one. Say that again. What kind of prospective business relationship are you saying? It's a tortious interference with a prospective business relationship. And that's okay. a different cause of action that might be 
looked at a little bit by by the Big 12 and its member institutions because there's other there's other business relationships and other business deals that flow off of their Big 12 contract. Wow, that is uh, that is. I think right now, if Professor Sayre or Featherston or um, Powell or uh, William Trell, I think if any of those guys could could hear us right now, Chase, especially you, they would be very impressed. Professor Wilson, the proper yeah, I don't know professor. About that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think they would like all that. Our one of our professors in it is like a professor. I think he's a president of a university somewhere uh, over at Mercer. So, yeah. Matt, what do you yeah. think is going to happen? What, what do you think is going to happen, short term, long term? Uh, well, Chase, I'll just say this. I think um, I think that you're right. I think they've got to try to stick together as much as possible, but while being extremely proactive and seeing what some of these other conferences might do, I think Baylor's got to tell the story of, uh, you know, they, they can't be shy. This is no time to be like, poor us. This is, we're coming off a basketball national title, you know, t- great at a lot of other sports, obviously, Women's basketball, they've been great at, and people say, "Well, Mosley, those you know, those aren't huge revenue. You got to be good at football." But it's a big brand. It's a great, it's an incredible university, and it's incredible facilities. And and what we might have to do, Chase, and uh, you and I may have to lead the way. We need to be out there right now, kind of you know, spreading the word, and not right now. I think the rest of the eight look like victims. Uh, they look like, oh my gosh, we've been left behind poor us we've got no chance and baylor's got too much going for it to behave like that so i uh i have talked to president livingstone and and uh i will be writing the letters from now on chase they've given me the rights to uh i'm going to write the letters out to our alums and they're going to give me full right no i don't think she wants that but but she's doing a great job and uh and jason cook and, and president livingstone and everybody, the regents, they're doing what they're supposed to do. We can't snap and just be in the ACC tomorrow. It may feel like we should, but uh, but but what we can't do, Chase, is sit around and we can't you know feel sorry for ourselves. They've left us. You know, part of me wants to say good riddance, but for now, legally, uh, the best thing to do is to hold their feet to the fire. So I agree with you on that. And uh, and I want to see how this all plays out. Chase, good to good to visit with you. Give Sarah my love and and your mom and dad. And uh, great to uh, and all the kids, of course. I mean, you've got a daughter at Baylor now, uh, which is amazing. So uh, uh, tell everybody I said hey, and we'll catch up with you soon. All right, buddy. You do the same. There he goes, Chase Palmer, our legal eagle. Uh, went to law school with me at uh, Baylor, and uh, he did complete law school. And uh, had a lot of interesting, interesting things to offer. And uh, Aaron, good work from you today. At some point, some point, you and I are going to figure it out how we can actually talk to each other on the air, and uh, we'll get back to that, and we'll have fun. I'll be with you guys. I believe at about 4:45 today, we're going to talk a little bit more about what's all going on with Bob Bowlesby. We'll have fun with that. So about an hour from now, we'll do that. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas Game Time. They got a bunch of good cowboy stuff. They'll talk more about this Bob Bowlesby and then really set the tone for the rest of the day. Four to six, Tom Barfield and Aaron Sexton with Game Time. Stay tuned. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Recently on Game Time.
is it important to get a guy named early so you can kind of define your, your offensive football team around your starting quarterback? I think there is some merit to that, and we want to get the right person. And so whatever it takes to do that. So if it could be earlier, you know, in the fall camp piece, um, that'd be great. Game time, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Make this the summer sales event as